um, you know, I used to just stress myself out a lot over just the, the minute little details of my karate. This stance is slightly off. This technique needs to be here. This is here. This doesn't feel right. You know, and I was just constantly error checking myself and constantly uh, criticizing my, my technique and my, you know, my karate in general. Uh, but when I changed my focus to just worrying about what is my body center doing and is my training that I'm doing facilitating a strong body center, then uh, it, it all got easier. Kia welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. Karate, kudo, judo, jiu-jitsu, whatever the style of preference, we all have our own stories and experiences. We are all our own Invisible Sensei. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And again, thanks for taking time to listen. And it got smoother and more relaxed. I, I quit caring about all the other little cosmetic things. So, you know, I say I do Shotokan karate. There's plenty of Shotokan practitioners out there who would look at what I do and say, that's not Shotokan. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I don't really care. Um, it's, it's, I, I don't, I'm at a point where uh, I think I, I shared with you the other day, um, I, I'm no longer really seeking validation about what I do as karate. It, it's my own. It's it's my own expression. And uh, I'm, I'm, it, it feels good. And so I know I'm on the, the right path wherever that ends up taking me. For me, that when you were talking before, that in the beginning, your karate felt hollow. Mm-hmm. So now... And I'm not, obviously you're not saying like I've reached a high level of being, I am now a literal Jedi. I realize that's not what you're saying. But not at all. What, where is that for you now? I mean, it seems like you were looking to begin filling the vessel of your karate. Where does that sit for you now? I mean, I think just overall, I'm, I'm finally at a place where you know, it, it's co- I think it's common to use the, the the climbing the mountain analogy, you know, whether it's with karate or any other martial arts, we're all going up the same mountain, we're just taking different paths or whatever. And so I think for a lot of us, you know, when we're, we're coming up through our journey, we're, we're all just sort of seeking that right path. And for some people seeking that path means, well, they do a lot of different cross training, they, they take some karate, they do some Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, they do some Judo, and they're, they're sort of carving their own path, sort of by going in different directions. And um, I've, you know, I, 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 because I do Kobudo, but I don't really consider that cross training. Um, I think for right now, I, I feel like I'm finally, like if, if this was a mountain path, it's finally just opened up and it's nice and clear. And, you know, I'm confident that I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. Um, and I'm not looking for other people to, to say which way should I be going. It doesn't mean I'm not open to feedback and I, I certainly am you know, always looking to learn and I will never stop learning. I think it's important to, to always be uh, keep that beginner's mind. Um, but I, I, I've, I finally sort of made peace with, with my karate and uh, you know, I, I don't have a, an abusive relationship with it anymore. That sounds bad, but you know, I'm not just beating myself up mentally anymore about, you know, leaving the dojo and saying, oh, that was terrible. Oh, my kata looked terrible. Everything looked terrible. I taught terrible. Now I leave and I, I leave the dojo and I, I feel great. Um, I feel at peace. It's, it's, um, it's very, uh, like we said it a lot, it's, it's kind of liberating. Just, just you saying that makes me want to go get my gear on. I, I'm just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I want to go practice so badly right now. Yeah. Um, you're kind of trying to fit yourself. You're like a, for me, you know, I'm like a bowling ball trying to fit inside a marble bag. 
That's how I, you know, I, I mean, I'm 6'4", I'm a big Polynesian guy. And there are so many people that I look at, yourself including, oh my gosh, I wish I could move like that. But I guess for me, the message is, is move like me. Don't move like you. Um, perhaps there are things that there are things that we can emulate, and certainly you've you've affected my karate in that way. But imitation is a road to kind of as <laughs> a as a road to hell, basically. Um, early on, who are you emulating, and what are you? Uh, who are you imitating? Now, what are you? emulating in in your karate as opposed to imitating sure wow that's a great question um you know i mean as i said i uh so my my sensei uh essentially retired from teaching uh in you know around 2007 or so and uh you know for a long time and it wasn't he wasn't gone by any means he was certainly still around but he wasn't actively teaching um and, and so, you know, I, I definitely turn to a lot of different, uh, you know, looking on YouTube, watching other Shotokan sensei and, you know, and really just sort of seeing, using that as a way to say, well, I need to be looking at, looking at something like this in a broader sense of my, my, if I'm doing Shotokan, then my karate needs to look like this. Um, so, you know, I'd watch people like, <clears throat> excuse me, Scott Langley, um, Rick Houghton, you know, a lot of these, these really great guys, uh, David Gimberline. Um, Steve Ubel, you know, watching all these amazing uh, karateka and appreciating them each for what they were doing. I could see, you know, there was a difference in everything that they did. Um, but I also could tell that there was something that they all had in common. And I don't think I could ever really identify what it was. Um, they all were really good at one thing in particular. And so I was, if, if, if you're asking what I was emulating before, I was trying to pick apart what all these different sensei were doing and trying to see how does that fit into what I'm doing or where, what am I missing that isn't happening for me? Why does theirs look so different? Um, and I think uh, now when I look back at, you know, some of their videos or, or their seminars from, you know, even just a handful of years ago, uh, I'm looking at them now through a different set of eyes. Uh, I'm not looking at how fast they are or how crisp their technique is. I'm looking at, you know, how are they, how, what's their core movement look like, right? Um, and so that's now like what I look at everything. If I'm watching a football player running, I'm looking at how does their core move? How, if I'm looking at someone doing yoga, how does their core move? Uh, what does their core body movement look like? Um, so now I, it's really hard to say. I don't, I don't know that I'm emulating anyone in, in particular. Um, and more and more, when I look at karate that's out there, uh, I find it almost harder to see. And I find it hard to see things that are similar to what I'm doing. It's kind of, and it's kind of strange. Um, I don't know what that really says about what direction I'm heading in. Um, I feel like I'm heading in a right in the right direction with my training, but I can, I'm also, I also see that it's a little bit different and, but I'm also okay with that. Uh, I think before I probably would have really beat myself up mentally saying, no, 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 I need to be looking, you know, like, uh, like Steve Ubel. I mean, he's, he's considered one of the, 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 the greatest Shotokan practitioners, you know, in, in the West, you know, if my karate doesn't look like his, then, then I'm terrible. Uh, but now I don't really care. Uh, it's, 
I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, it's kind of strange. It's just, I just know mine is different. Um, and I'm, I'm at peace with that. It's, I don't know. It's a hard thing to explain, I guess. I had no idea when we started this, that you were going to, you were going to utter, you were going to utter blasphemies. What, making, <laughs> you know, creating your own way, you know, taking responsibility, not looking for validation from others. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I am by no means interested in creating my own way or anything. I say, this is just what I do. But I think the thing is, that's the point. The point is, for me, is that you are creating a way, your way. And I think we get lost in this idea that we need to, you know, to use those terms again, to impersonate and not emulate. You've gotten past this point of, and I, I was having thinking about this a lot myself lately, um, the need for validation, the need to be told you are, you're, you, you are pretty and you will go to the ball, Cinderella. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you working on? What are you working on in your training right now? Where are you as of today? What was your last session and what, what, were you, what was happening for you in there? Sure. Um, so... My last session was yesterday, and uh, this will be an odd answer because yesterday I went climbing, and you know most people say, "Well, you, that's not that doesn't count." Well, for me it does. Uh, it's, it's when I'm climbing, I'm karate training. It sounds silly, but but I am. Um, you know, when I first started climbing, which wasn't that long ago, which is uh, maybe four or five years ago, uh, I, I learned really quickly that you have to be able to move your entire body as one, and you know, sort of relax, let your core be strong and sort of focus on these, you know, just like we would with our hikite, right? It's a lot of that pulling movement. So anytime I'm climbing, I'm, I'm thinking hikite, I'm thinking I'm, I'm pulling, you know, pulling an opponent or, or, or something that, that effect. Um, but more recently than I was, uh, I was at the dojo on Saturday. Um, and uh, right now I'm, I'm, I recently picked up a, a, a weighted rope. So I'm learning some rope flow. Uh, really enjoying how it, uh, the, you know, when you get the rope going really quickly, it uh, really forces you to keep your core squeezed down and tight. And then, you know, sort of marrying that movement with, uh, I think I was doing some stuff where, you know, spinning the rope and throwing some punches in there in the middle because it just felt so good to do it. And, you know, so I'm constantly now just trying to work on some of the basic movements that, uh, you know, I got on YouTube again, just like I did with the mace and saw, okay, what are some entry some beginner type movements to do with the rope. And so I'm, you know, trying to get better with some of those. Uh, and then, but slowly seeing how it ties together with mace training and with karate training, and then how can I use this? And um, it's, I can already see that just working with ropes alone is going to have uh, another positive impact on the, on my karate. Um, you have to be very relaxed when you use the rope. And, you know, as you know, I'm sure as a Kobudo practitioner, you know, sometimes the weapon is the best teacher because when you screw up with the weapon, it hits you, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that again. The rope teaches you pretty quick. If you turn the wrong way, if you, your wrist isn't the right way, it, I've, I've been whipped in the face many times already by it. Um, so it's sort of self-correcting in that regard. Um, so yeah, that was, that was something that's what I'm working on uh, now is sort of uh, getting, getting better with the rope and sort of seeing what I can do with that. I'll, I'll be constantly um, exploring and iterating on, on my process with that. Um, it's, if nothing else, all of this, the, the, since I started exploring the mace and all these other tools, uh, it, it's helped me learn a lot about how, just how I learn. Um, so the way that I sort of go from tool to tool or to exercise, to exercise without any sort of plan, it's, you know, 
So like right now I'm working with the ropes I'm, and I might be struggling trying to get a new movement down. It's not working. It's not working. I'll just put it down and I'll go pick up a mace and do something that I'm very familiar with and just keep going and going and going. And then maybe I'll go do some kata, something I'm very familiar with. And after I've, you know, let the rope sit for a while, I go back to the rope and I try that again. And it, usually it's better. And when I just set aside that thing, you know, so I'm kind of learning new things in very small chunks and small pieces as, you know, baby steps sometimes, sometimes it's big steps, but uh, it's helped me sort of, you know, at least get better about how, how I learn and understand things and just take things in, in smaller pieces. It's, it's, it's been an interesting uh, process. Um, the fact that I would really like personally um, for you to tie um, a chainsaw on the end of that rope. That would really, you know, that would encourage so many people. You know, and it would be great entertainment value. It'd be one of those YouTube moments. Yeah, we could try that. Um, or I think I said, you know, I can always try putting a, a sharp comma at the end and see if I can trim my lawn with it uh, when the grass grows back. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, let's not let's not let's not throw anything off the table. I mean, that's contrary no. to to the plan to the element of play. Guys, if you're listening to this, I really encourage you to check out Balahi Sensei stuff at the Kubula Khan on Instagram. I'm going to link some stuff in the description, so please check them out. Um, and one of the things I, I, I put a challenge to you, Sensei, is that I think that in the current karate climate in our in our community, in our martial arts community, I think that you have a unique perspective. And I think that a lot of people I know for myself is I, I turned 49 last week. I'm finding it to be almost a new awakening in terms of how I use my body, how I want to create longevity in my karate. And that's in, in due in a, a large part to you. I would encourage you to engage Balahi Sensei for some seminars um, <clears throat> to get hold of him, check out his stuff, see if you can get some time with him. And because I think you will not you will not uh, come away looking at your karate in the same way. And I mean it in a completely positive way. Um, whether it's Shotokan, Gojuru, Wechuru, Wado, whatever style you do, I think that you have something really unique, Sensei. And I really want to invite you to come back to the podcast and just and just continue to keep us updated on your journey because I'm personally getting a lot out of it. So I'm being completely selfish. Oh, no, it would be my pleasure. I've... Uh, um... I've been recording my training. I've, I've been recording my training since 2005. And so it's, it's always interesting to go back and see yourself, you know, from back then and then how you are now. Um, so, you know, I start looking at my training from before the pandemic and how it is now, and it's, it's vastly different. And I think we, we, we are constantly changing, involving our practice. And as long as we keep challenging ourselves um, and questioning how we're doing things, then we can continue to, to, to make, to make improvements. Yeah. So you heard it. You heard it here first. You know. <laughs> so I mean, and the thing is, is like, guys, if you're going to get in for for a um, for a seminar, I think your karate is going to improve. But also, I think that you should probably know that um, you know it, you have to send the four point five million dollar um, appearance fee to me, and I will <laughs> divvy that out as I see fit. Um, David, thank you so much, Sensei. I have just just absolute joy speaking to you. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think that you have something really important and I think that we've been lucky enough to have uh, Rick Houghton since on the podcast and I think you have a lot in common but I also think you have some 
unique perspectives all your own. And I encourage you to continue the development. Please, please, please share them. Uh, share them uh, because I think our community is going to be better for it. So keep doing that great stuff. I'm going to keep getting great ideas from your content. Um, you have a YouTube channel, is that right, Sensor? I do, yes. Uh, I, it's uh, functional, functional Karate and Kobudo. Hmm. And we can also hit you up on Instagram. Yep, Koburokan Dojo on Instagram. And Facebook. Uh, same, Koburokan Dojo on Facebook mm. as well. And I really encourage you to do that, guys. As I said, I'll put some links in the description. Um, and I'm going to, since I'm going to extract the, extract the promise for you to come back on a regular basis and, and continue the conversation because I just, I'm I selfish. I, I, yeah. I'm completely selfish. No, I, I'd love to. This was this was really great, um, and thank you, Twadi, so much for reaching out to me. Um, you know, I'm just sort of here in this small town in Illinois, so I never would have expected anybody to take interest in anything that I'm doing. But this is this has been really uh, great. Thank it's you. absolutely brilliant. I think this is the start of something really incredible um, in terms of people discovering your approach and being freed by it. Um, and finally, um, yeah, just really wonderful discussion and, and keep it going um, and I and another challenge I have for you I think that I would love to see you do your own podcast the Kawurakan <laughs> podcast I really I really really would be a number one subscriber to that I think just how you articulate karate is so different but also so accessible I'm just putting it out I'm putting it out in front of you I'm putting out challenges today so Come on with it, Sensei. Come on with it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, hey, I thanks. Don't know if anybody for... wants to hear me ramble, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll be your first subscriber, and, I'm, uh, and there's no rambling going on.